Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for listening to the hashtag Create Your Earth Life podcast with myself, your host, Janessa Staples. And today, finally, we're going to be doing some Bible study. Um, I just want to apologize because I know I am super behind. Today is February 23rd, and I had planned to end this Bible study on the last day of January. I don't even know where the time has gone. Um, I keep thinking, like, I need to do this Bible study, and then... um, I just become like paralyzed or I don't know. I have read it all. I read it all a long time ago. I just haven't recorded it. But all in all, um, I pray that you guys have been reading the Bible without me. Um, I pray that you have read all kinds of other stuff in the Bible. And I just pray that you guys can forgive me and you guys can continue to read with me. And I don't think I will commit again to a 30-day Bible study um, recording-wise. Like, I could do it on my own. I read the Bible pretty much every day. But I don't think I can commit to recording every single day. But I will continue to do Bible studies on here. I'm going to continue um, to dive into certain Bible studies that we can talk about. There's a few in Exodus that I want to go over eventually. Um, There's some things I'm diving into in the next couple months that I want to answer um, some certain questions. And that's going to involve us doing some Bible study together. But today, we're going to finish getting to know Jesus, um, or not today. We're not going to finish it today. Maybe I'll get all the episodes up today. But right now, we're on day 28 out of, I think there's 30 days. So we're getting close. Today is Jesus Rises from the Dead. Oh, wait, nope. Just kidding. I take that back. It is Jesus is crucified and buried. So the last time we read, um, it was day 27, and we read Jesus is put on trial. It was John 18, 19 through 19, 16. Um, so today we're reading Jesus is crucified and buried, John 19, 17 through 42. And it is a short read. So let's get started. All right. So let's see. We're in John. 19, 17 through 42. Here we go. So it starts with the title, The King on a Cross. And he, bearing his cross, went went out to a place called the Place of a Skull, which is called in Hebrew, Hebrew, Golgotha, where they crucified him and two others with him, one on either side and Jesus in the center. Now, Pilate wrote a title and put it on the cross, and the writing was, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Then many of the Jews read this title for the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, and it was written in Hebrew, Greek, and Latin. Therefore the chief priests of the Jews said to Pilate, Do not write the King of the Jews, but he said, I am the King of the Jews. Pilate answered, What I have written, I have written. Then the soldiers, when they had crucified Jesus, took his garments and made four parts to each soldier a part, and also the tunic. Now the tunic was without seam, woven from the top in one piece. They said, Therefore among themselves, let us not tear it, but cast lots for it, whose it shall be, that the scripture might be fulfilled, which says, They divided my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. Therefore the soldier did these things. Behold your mother. Now there stood by the cross of Jesus his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus therefore saw his mother and the discipline 
disciples, <laughs> the disciples whom he loved standing by, he said to his mother, woman, behold your son. And he said to the disciple, behold your mother. And from that hour, that disciple took her to his own home. It is finished. After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, said, I thirst. Now a vessel full of sour wine was sitting there, and they filled a sponge with sour wine, put it on his sop. So his sop is a wild shrub of uncertain identity whose twigs were used for sprinkling in ancient Jewish rites of purification. Use twig? Hmm. Wild shrub. So they put the wine on his sop and put it in his mouth. So when Jesus had received the sour wine, he says, it is finished. And bowing his head, he gave up his spirit. Jesus' side is pierced. Therefore, before it was the preparation day, that the bodies should not remain on the cross of the Sabbath, for that Sabbath was a high day. The Jews asked Pilate that their legs might be broken and that they might be taken away. Then the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and of the others who was crucified with him. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. But one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear and immediately blood and water came out. And he has seen... And he who has seen has testified, and his testimony is true, and he knows that he is telling the truth, so that you may believe. For these things were done, that the scripture should be fulfilled. Not one of his bones shall be broken. And again, another scripture says, they shall look on him whom they pierced. Jesus buried in Joseph's tomb. After this, Joseph of Arimathea, being a disciple of Jesus, but secretly for fear of the Jews, asked Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus, and Pilate gave him permission. So he came and took the body of Jesus. And Nicodemus, who at first came to Jesus by night, also came, bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about a hundred pounds. Then they took the body of Jesus and bound it in strips of linen with the spices at the custom, as the custom of the Jews is to bury. Now in the place where he was crucified, there was a garden, and in the garden, a new tomb in which no one had yet been laid. So there they laid Jesus because of the Jews' preparation day, for the tomb was nearby. And that is the end of the reading. So a couple things. Um, when they say they pierced him and water and blood came out. Um, so I looked that up and I got two answers. So one was um, the water. I think it it said, I didn't write it down, but I'm, I believe it said that um, it was a form of like uh, purifying. Um, it was like a representation of, you know, like sins being purified. Um, actually, let's look it up. Hold on. Let me pause you. The blood is the one that deals with the sins, which I think we all already know. But good thing I looked it up, and now we got some knowledge. So from the website blog dot or period biblesforamerica.org, it says, The picture of blood and water. The note on blood and water in the New Testament recovery version is tremendously helpful in understanding this picture. And then it says, Two substances came out of Lord's pierced side, Blood and water. Blood is for redemption, to deal with sins, for the purchasing of the church. That comes from um, both Hebrew and Acts. And then it says water is for imparting life, to deal with death, for the producing of the church. And that's Ephesians 5, 29 to 30. The Lord's death on the negative side takes away our sins and on the positive side imparts life into us. 
Hence, it has two aspects, the redemption aspect and the life imparting aspect. The redemption aspect is for the life imparting aspect. This note helps us see that the blood and water signify two important matters, redemption, blood, and the imparting of life, water. In another post, we discuss the Lord Jesus as the Lamb of God, who shed his own blood on the cross for us. Christ's redeeming death accomplished a marvelous redemption for us, giving us the forgiveness and washing away of our sins. We can never praise and thank him enough for his redemption. This is the significance of the blood. Uh, But God doesn't simply want us to be clean. He wants us to be living. Sin brought in death, making us dead in our offenses and sins. So while an unsaved person needs forgiveness for his sins, forgiveness only solves part of his problem. A sinner needs forgiveness, but a dead person needs life. We need life. Christ's death absolutely takes away our sins, but it also imparts life into us to make us living. This is the significance of the water. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. And I didn't know that. And obviously I had it wrong before. Um, And then if you look at from a more, I guess you could call it a worldly view, but also, I mean, God gave us all talents. And I think people that are scientists and the people that are doctors, um, I think if you, I don't want to say you have to all be Christians to have these talents and to be good, but there are obviously corrupt doctors. Uh, the medical field can be corrupt. Uh, medicine can be corrupt. But I think there are some good doctors out there. I think there are some good scientists out there. And I think God gave people great talents. And uh, when I Google immediately, the first thing that comes up when I say, why did water come out of Jesus when he was pierced? And the results are from like a science journal or maybe um, a science website or something. And it says that they think Jesus had a heart attack and that water filled around his heart. And there, or maybe it says there his lungs. I think it says his heart. Um, yeah, Jesus most likely died of a heart attack. Instead, the soldiers pierced his side to assure that he was dead. And doing this, it is reported that blood and water came out, referring to the watery fluid surrounding the heart and lungs. So both the heart and lungs. Um, So that's kind of interesting. And I don't know how much truth that has. I don't even know if it matters because we know Jesus died. We also know that he came back to life, which which he he rose again, which we are going to read the next episode, the next episode is Jesus Rises from the Dead, John 21 through 21, 25. All right, guys, I hope you guys have the best day ever. If you haven't checked it out yet, check out my Etsy shop. I have a very cute necklace that I'm currently wearing right now, and it says Saved by Jesus. So if you've been saved, I would highly suggest you check out getting this necklace. It's super cute, and I love it. Um, and there's also, you know, a mug on there that says fueled by Jesus and tea and you can get it, um, customized. So if you don't drink tea, maybe you drink coffee, maybe you drink juice, maybe you drink water. I don't know. Whatever you drink, you can put it on there and all shipping is free. And if you use the code, create your earth life, the promo code, create your earth life, then you will get $5 off. All right, guys, I hope you guys have the best day ever. God bless you.